Well, 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 well. That'll either make you want to make love or fight. It does me every time. I'm Roddy Pfeiffer. This is Rod Pod. <laughs> I named it um, Rod Pod so I could remember it. <laughs> I have uh, with me, it's so cool, um, Steve Simone. Who is my best friend <laughs> Thanks, at the Rock. comedy store in uh, on Sunset Boulevard? We hang out there all the time. Um, he's just—he's uh, the most beautiful guy you've ever seen. If you ever get a chance to catch Steve Simone, uh, you gotta go see him. He always opens up for me because I'm too scared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then you tell me what stories to tell, and then oh, you're always been there for me. I think if this podcast could turn into like some of the conversations we have at the comedy store when we're just hanging out with the guys in the back. You know, it's like, is there, what are the FCC rules on this thing? I, I think you're allowed to go, man. There's no rules? <laughs> Baby <laughs> Jesus, thank you! <laughs> and also, of course. Well, excuse me, <laughs> oh! open, brother! Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. Hello! But if you're going to hole, kid, hole like you mean it, baby. Ho! Actually, that's how I met my wife, you know. And... Okay. Okie dokie. There might be an F in the CC. I'm not sure. <laughs> that, of course, is my frat brother, uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who I love so much. Absolutely. Uh, Holy thank cow. you very much. Great to be here, Rod. You know, Steve, uh, it's good to see you, my great friend. Great to see you. Yeah. You know, it's and great to be part of the first Rod <laughs> Thank you. Yes. You look I like Kermit. That, yes, you sir. look like Kermit the Frog when yeah. you're bouncing around like yeah, that. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. So, like, the coolest thing is um, Jim's in with his family, and... Uh, like the comedy store on Sunset Boulevard is like my frat house. I call it the Hell's Angels Club of Comedy Clubs. And so I got Hacksaw and his beautiful wife, uh, who's a saint, by the way, for staying with him. That was a shot. That was a shot. <laughs> and his beautiful daughters. And we brought them with my daughter, Ariel, to the comedy store on Sunset Boulevard. And Steve Simone gives the best ghost tours that's ever been because I don't know if you guys know this if you look it up the comedy store is like one of the ten most ten most haunted ten places. most haunted place yeah. in America America and like Steve takes you around but the time Steve's finished you know you got a Bible in your hand <laughs> or you're at least going B-I-B-L-E that's the book for me it stands up high in the word of God anyway I did anyway it was a great tour I tell you man it was a great tour even my wife said something pulled her hair that's right I'm like quit flirting honey <laughs> she you thought it was a ghost. I'm like, yeah, help you know, yourself. She may, she may listen to this, Jim. Well, yes. Uh, I'm only 30. Look what she's done to me. <laughs> <laughs> so we bring we go in the comedy store, and there's one room that Steve Simone won't even go in. Uh, the yeah. First, what do you call it? the first room to the left as you come in the back way? Well, you have the, the you have the original room, but but you know that that one downstairs that they the got part the, the basement. Yeah, I won't go in there. No. Yeah, you won't go in there at all. No, no. Well, <laughs> well that's you know, a pretty solid answer. I don't like. I don't like 
doing that ghost tour at all, but honestly, I figured if I was with two WWE Hall of Famers, I like my chances. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'd go first, brother. So, like, we're doing the tour, and we're going downstairs, and there's comedy guys going on, and Steve's taking us upstairs where uh, was it was Andrew Dice Clay and... Um, uh, Sam Kinison. Sam Kinison with a Ouija board and yeah, and they're Steve's, all dead, aren't they? Uh, uh, no, no. Uh, he, he should be. Okay, I guess you set the bar. <laughs> all right, you asshole. Let me tell you else. I hate the honky tonk man. Oh, get it out. Get it out. I don't think anybody likes the honky tonk man. Boy. Is he not a nice guy, the honky tonk man? Oh, he's an asshole. Yeah. And you know what he did? Well, l let me put it this way. There was a guy named Wayne Ferris that bought the name Rowdy Roddy Piper to How? try to interfere. Well, <laughs> I didn't say he was smart. <laughs> and it was just, I guess he was trying to move in on me somehow. Was Whoever he a Wayne Ferris. Wayne Ferris, uh, let me put it this way. The, I've heard, allegedly, the Honky Tonk's name. Uh, Wayne Ferris. <laughs> Was that you, God? Uh, yes. Well, you can call me Jim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, 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 no, she's a good girl. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, okay. This, we'll get through this, but hopefully by the weekend. And uh, So Wayne Ferris. So Wayne Ferris, some guy named Wayne Ferris, bought the name Rowdy Roddy Piper and paid for it to interfere with my business. But what they didn't know was, I've been Rowdy Roddy Piper from day one. It's grandfather, and you can't buy it. Yeah, how did you get that name? <laughs> Holy cow. Um, you know, I was never a, um, I never had the opportunity to watch pro wrestling. And I was uh, living in a, a youth hostel. And I, I'd play my bagpipes, and uh, people with quarters in the case, you know, because it cost a quarter to get in the youth hostel. You get, uh, when you got there, you got a sandwich. Uh, uh, cookie, some milk, and at nighttime, then they closed it down at 9 p.m. sharp, lights down off, 6 a.m. There was three-tier bunk beds. They'd give you uh, a towel, two eggs, and uh, piece, some toast. You could have a shower. You had to get out, and you couldn't come back again. Sounds like and, WWE. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was kindergarten WWE, and now I'm a master of the frat house. <laughs> you know, someone just didn't show up in the Winnipeg Arena, and I said to my fight fan, like, what's going on? They said, we'll play you in. Like, it was like that. far out. Man. So how old were you at the time? I was, um, That was a shot. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was 15. I was 15 years old. And um, I was uh, wrestling amateur because it was a YMCA, it was a youth hostel. I was okay. wrestling amateur and boxer, and I was a champion. And uh, my amateur wrestling coach, when Vern Gagne's people would come wow. into Winnipeg, he would just sub as a referee. And um, somebody didn't show up. And so this guy says, I can get you 25 bucks if you want to fight this guy. I said, Sure. And my pipe band played me in. Cool. And the announcer, my first name, my Christian name is Roderick. My, my whole name is Roderick George Toombs. And the announcer just knew short for Roderick is Roddy. And so he said, ladies and gentlemen, here comes... Roddy the Piper. <laughs> and that's it. I'm serious. And the the just got dropped. 
That's awesome. And it, it just stuck, and I, I won uh, my first world record. Do you guys remember Mr. Perfect? Uh, well, of course you do. Kurt Henning, yeah. Kurt Henning? Well, it was his dad. <laughs> Larry yeah. the Axe Henning, right? Shortest match in the history of the Winnipeg Arena. I come to the ring with all these bag pipes. I'm 167 pounds in a kilt. My nuts ain't dropped yet. And there's, there's Larry Henning, and the bell went ding! Ding! That was it, baby. Wow. <laughs> he busted my eye, busted my nose, and I like I came in the Winnipeg Arena, and I, like I was supposed to be the tough guy. My pipe band left me, and there I am in my in my kilt and uh, bleeding. And uh, they promoter he had these hush puppies on. You guys remember hush, hush puppies? puppies? Yes, uh, yeah. that was a shot too. <laughs> <laughs> He and they used to put in those pennies. Balls, yeah. <laughs> and they put like pennies in him. And I, because I, I was bleeding so bad, I could just see his feet. And I thought he was going to duke me out of my twenty-five bucks. And, no, he said. He says uh, it was El Tonko. Well, El Tonko. He says, uh, "Kid, you did great. How'd you like to go to Kansas City?" <laughs> and he gave me my twenty-five bucks. And they smuggled me over the border that night. They put me in a van with. Um, Six other wrestlers, uh, as hairy as Larry, including Moolah. <laughs> including the lady wrestlers. Well, she looked good then. Uh, hey, that's a whole other conversation. It's closed up. In any case, and they snuck me over the border, and I never stopped. Wow. And the I don't know where the rowdy came from. Anyway, that's why. Jim, how did you get started in pro wrestling? Oh, well, uh... And where did the name you, Hacksaw come from? That's such a cool well, answer. Actually, a bunch of us, Bruiser Brody, Buck oh. Rowley, myself, were all sitting around the room going, what can we come up with better than Big Jim? <laughs> and so we came up with Hacksaw. I'm like, yeah, that'll work. You know, give, awesome. give me a payday. But I originally started off as Big Jim Duggan. You know, I, had a, I was short hair, clean shaven, and I wore a long gold bathrobe. And Arnie Skolin, the guy from the WWWF, called yeah. me and he says, kid, you might have a future. But come up with something better than Big Jim and get rid of that gold bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so then, you know, I put a mask on. I figure that would work pretty good. You know, I wrestled with the mask and I wrestled as the convict. And you had ears on the side well, of your mouth. I wore ears. <laughs> oh, what? I put, I, you know, I, I was a young guy. I was trying to come up with something new, so I put C's on my mask. They were ears. <laughs> they looked just like ears. I'm sorry, brother. Sorry. Oh, my God. Uh, we got a technical breakdown here. I can't hear shit. <laughs> so, welcome to Rod Pod and... Uh, Seven minutes yeah, in already and We're chaos. just on a one. Is that the FCC? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that was a honky tonk. <laughs> That's a honky tonk man. Ah, huh. uh, holy cow! So, like, my I, my cans are dead. Are we still on the air? I think so. Yeah. Well, good, uh, we good. It doesn't matter. Though, sorry. <laughs> I mean, well, that's the story we of my life. <laughs> since uh, since the dog but, chain match with Valentine, I can't hear shit anyway. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, I'll just change headphones here because Duggan's here. <laughs> Sorry, right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I think I say that a lot. So, so you became. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> the convict uh, okay. returns. Oh, wait, wait. Yes, I can hear. 
I can hear. Good work, brother. Good work. Good I love it. Job. No wonder you're late, you know, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Just to stay on the topic with Jim, but we were doing Royal Albert Hall, which yes. is a really cool gig to do. Where it's is where that? it's in Ooh, England, London. in London, England. It's where the Queen has her balcony, and she there's her a own box. But that's another story. <laughs> it's where the Queen. Uh, it's where the Queen has her balcony. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The jewel on her balcony, Big Jim. Yes, right. And right. <laughs> when we used to have a uh, an expression for pay per view because we started pay per view, and hey, it's live, live, nothing can go wrong. And when we were doing Wembley Hall, um, all the lights went out, <laughs> and like for maybe like thirty, forty five seconds, wow. I'm in the ring, and so like one of guys are getting matches. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Oh, that was a shot. No, no, the truth. It was the best part of my match. It was the best part. But but what I did because guys were getting nailed and kicked, I got down on the canvas on my tummy and I just started hitting the mat. <laughs> and then the lights came on and there I am. <laughs> oh, I jumped to my feet. Like <laughs> anyway, anyway, back. Uh, so like just because something happened in the studio, though in our business the show always goes on. You're not kidding. You know it's wrestling, bro. Yeah, it's wrestling. Know, it's... That's true. So you were the convict with the ears on I your mask. I was the convict, but no, it weren't ears. <laughs> I was trying to be unique, so yeah. I put C's on my mask for, for the convict. convict. You know, and yeah. All the fans were like. Uh, Why'd you put those ears on your mask? <laughs> like Piper did. I said, they're not ears. They're C's for the convict. Of course, that didn't work. Is that good. when you grabbed the two by four? No, no. I ah. then, then I went to Wild Man Duggan, and I wore a fur with chains on it, and I grew my beard real long. I used to do a bear crawl to the ring. Of course, it's the worst thing you can wait, do wait, back wait, wait. in the day. Okay, just so we got a visual on this, okay? <laughs> so you were really hairy, and you came from the dressing room yeah. doing a bear crawl? Yes. Well, I, I would pay to see that. <laughs> I would pay to it's see still all the ways didn't. Okay. Did you not get the shit kicked out of me, brother? I, You're not all the kidding. way down the aisle. <laughs> That's baby Jesus. <laughs> ah, when you're going through a wrestling crowd, don't get down at foot level. <laughs> no. That's the worst thing you can do if you're Stay a bad on your guy. feet. Uh, so many riots. And that's where the riots. That's where the two, two by four came for. Bruiser Brody actually told me, he says, Duggan, if you carry something in the ring, carry something you can use. Forget the feathered bows and sequins <laughs> robes. Wow. Like, oh, there's a two by four. Uh, and I come down to the ring, it's like part in the Red Sea. The people would scatter. <laughs> All right, so it got that real for you guys with your oh, interaction with the, the day, fans. Back in oh, the day. But, yeah. I've been stabbed three times. Last time in Raleigh, North Carolina, an inch from the heart. And that's when people, I was uh, doing TBS uh, at the time for uh, Turner, and I was working Crockett's territory at the same time. And, uh, you know, I, I guess according to my wife, I can get a lot of heat. Wow. And, uh, and um, was just in the dressing room. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Holy cow, man. If you don't have confidence walking in, you ain't going to have it walking out. <laughs> so, wait, I'm just trying to get this straight. Okay. A fan stabbed you an inch from your heart. You had yes. to carry a two-by-four to keep them away from yep. you. Yeah. Well, back in the day, you know, they had the waiver. You think it's fake? You sign the waiver. You come up in the ring. We'll show if it's fake or not. It was you had to take a everybody. long difference between sports entertainment and pro because wrestling. Because it, it, it was put out that if 
anybody in the crowd, if you jumped in the ring, that was fair game then. Oh, yeah. So, oh, like, every night. crazy enough to do that? Oh, lots. Oh, you'd be surprised. Oh, yeah. They'd you come can... in, if you had heat, like Piper did. <laughs> 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 okay. They were uh, There was a line of people. <laughs> 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 it was like the freeway. They had a run with, some with machetes, some with stilettos. You know the oh, chainsaws. Uh, like a stiletto deal. I mean, did it, wasn't Jeez. there security there for you guys? Didn't they no. check? Well, the security people? was wrestling fans too. They're like, you shouldn't cheat. I'm yeah. like, I'm a bad guy. I'm supposed to cheat. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, they there was no policeman to bring in. You know, you always had to hide your car because like many times they put a bottle under my tires, and when I backed up, I would flatten the tire, uh, uh, and getting in, and... Uh, again, that was a wrestler's. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, you know, the, the one that was hard was, you'd come in, name, what town were you born in? Philadelphia. Oh, baby Jesus. What'd really? you call me? <laughs> no, Jim. No, down, Jim. Like <laughs> <laughs> I had a hell of a lawsuit in Philadelphia, but uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that that doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you go to you go to Philadelphia to the Spectrum, and we'd we'd wrestle there. But then we'd go out and have to eat like everybody else. And by by the time you got out of that arena, they knew what hotels we stayed at, and they were drinking. And you'd have to fight your way in and fight your way out of a of um. Uh, that would be my phone. <laughs> Just, you know, so you know I'm a professional heat taker, too. Uh, the only one dumb enough not to turn off his phone. So, because I was that dumb, they would beat the shit out of me. Well, and I was, uh, like, I started when I was 15. I, I don't know. Every time there was trouble, they would throw the kid out there. Because, Whoa, that well, makes because sense. I was expensive. Uh, no, I was expendable. Oh nobody God. knew where I came from. Nobody knew nothing about me. If I died, nobody cared. It's true. And the first four years, like, you you remember, like, these guys were the last of the Gorgeous George era. And when Gorgeous George, that whole thing got exposed, they got cheated out of their main event. Okay, when you say so, exposed, some people might not know what you're referring to. The last yeah, let me the... show you. <laughs> <laughs> It's just you, Jim. Jeez, boy, that girl's got no tits at all. Huh? I, got, I got big hands and big feet. <laughs> you mean know what that means? You wear big gloves and big shoes. Huh? Okay. <laughs> there will be an F something coming on this show. See what the SPCA. Um, uh, so. Hi, Steve. How you I, doing? Uh, Phil, where were we? So you it? were talking about the Gorgeous George era oh, guys were the okay. guys that brought you up in the business. Yes, sir. But and they had a chip on their shoulder. It they like had, they because the Gorgeous George era, you got to understand, you can go to Melnick Hall in UCLA, and I used to as a kid, and you can watch Stan Lane. You can see, like, uh, Warren Bockwinkle, Nick Bockwinkle's dad. You wow. can see Chick Garibaldi, Gorgeous George, Baron Leone. I used to study them all move for move. And, like, back in, oh, like, 50... 57, 8, early 60s, uh, Gorgeous George, they were like on NBC all across. They were huge stars. Right. The young kids, uh, the guy, one of my mentors, Leo Garibaldi, they would give him cars just to drive till Leo Garibaldi was driving a car. It was unbelievable. Wow. Then, you know, the guys with the bulges in their jacket got into the business, and some fights started getting fixed. And then it got way out of hand, and it got exposed 
around the world that they said that wrestling was fixed. Okay. Okay. Well, what that did, that the wrestling just dropped. They dropped it off the network, dropped the bottom out of it, and that's how territories were formed. For instance, in the United States, the territories would have been um, the Northwest, San Francisco, L.A., uh, Minnesota, uh, Texas, uh, in two territories, Dallas and Amarillo split it, um, and like Florida, et cetera, et cetera, Georgia. all around, Georgia, uh, Charlotte, and then around in uh, Europe where they wrestled in rounds. So it, it just became lawless and nobody cared about it but these guys that were next in line for gorgeous george they got cheated out of their chance uh. so then they went another like i'm making it up like seven ten years and then this 15 year old kid with bagpipes comes in uh, serious you know well we'll kill him now wow and that was the attitude and they beat me up um they have a one hold called the sugar hold and yeah. you can hang on to it once you get it with one arm. And Ugh. what it does is it pushes the blood from it, the blood has to go someplace because they're leaning on you and they got you they got you all tied up. And the blood pushes to the head so hard it comes out the eyes, the ears, the nose, and the mouth. Oh! And they would do that. Don't stay with. But this is what they do. They would lock it in, and once they locked it in, and you can't breathe, they'd say, "Now." Nah, they talk now, to you. They talk exactly. Oh. Okay, I'm not going to let you breathe for 15, 14. Oh, man. What comes after 14, Jim? Oh. 15. There was a trick. I got it on Twitter. Wow. And then, then they would ease up so you could breathe, and then they'd go, I'm going to let you breathe for five. For and then they'd put it back on like yeah. for twenty minutes. Oh man, every, hold was bad. Oh man, every night, every night they break. They broke my bones. Um, they super guy named George Gordienko. Uh, he was kicked out of America for being a communist. Vern Gagne, when he was eighteen years old, Vern Gagne was going to make him his champion. He's an unbelievable hooker. He was MMA way That's back. That's exactly back. what I was going to ask. Yeah, it sounds like the UFC. It, they. We are the originator of MMA. Well, let's, let me just clear that up. Hang on. It came from us because we called them hookers. Luthez, Carl Gotts, George Gordianko, right. a guy. Yeah. They, and their job uh, a lot of times was if someone was causing trouble, they'd get in the ring, and they didn't try to pin you. They just broke your bones. Hurt you. Oh, hurt you bad. Hurt you. And there's one very famous story with Jack Briscoe. They had a wrestling school in Florida. But here, and I hate this, so I don't mind telling the, exposing this one. What they do is like, you, okay, I want to be a wrestler, and like big guys, and yeah. uh, they'd have some, uh, they'd have some shooters in there, some hookers. Jack Briscoe was a good, a good hooker, and he was NCAA champion at Oklahoma. And wow. so the guy would pay like five thousand dollars to become a wrestler. They take him in, first day, beat him up so bad, he'd quit. He'd, quit. he'd wow. never come back. One guy, he went down the stair. It was upstairs, and he got down the stairs. And he'd been beat up so bad, he got on the a sidewalk, and they thought a car had hit him. And they got him and got him to the hospital. Because oh. here's, here's something that, that you learn, that you learn uh, the hard way. The ring is the only place I know that you can kill a man and go have lunch. Wow. And get over. And get over. No <laughs> I killed that guy. Yeah. And wow. brag about it, put a notch. He saw... Like back in the day when we got in there, this it wasn't the 
You know, da 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 da. There's no business bullshit. Yeah. You know, uh, so those are the guys that well, raised even, me. Even uh, mid South territory, which was a strong territory down in Louisiana, East Texas, Arkansas, mm-hmm. Mississippi. You know that if you lost a bar fight for Bill Watts, you get fired. <laughs> you know, wow. if you lost a bar fight, you get canned. Yeah, and like if you were the champion, and you lost a bar fight. Yeah, you were you, gone. You were, gone. You were so, fired, too. It sounds like the most stress to me as a comedian. It sounds like the opposite of comedy in the sense that as a comedian, people like want to buy you drinks afterwards and be your friend. Yeah. yeah. But it sounds like you guys had it in the ring well, if you go on out, your way to the ring. And then when you're trying to blow steam off after a match, it never stops. Sure. Even, even nowadays, you Good go point. out, you know, you meet 100 folks, you know, 99 of them are cool, but you're going to run across that one guy. I think yeah. I, I can beat you arm wrestling. Uh, you look bigger he, on TV. I, don't I get that. that one. Stuff, right? You don't look that big. I you're know. always a phony wrestler until you go to court. Until you go to court. <laughs> And they, and I, but he's a professional fighter. <laughs> when you're hitting him, 10, 20, 30,000. I'm going to sue you. I said, well, shit, we're not done. I'm getting my money back. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't try to do a plumber's job. A plumber shouldn't try to do my job. Every right. night I'm throwing yeah. punches, getting hit, you know. You know, People. in a bar fight back in the day, you get hit. Oh, you're like, oh, pretty good punch, buddy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. show me the real deal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Duggan's got a hell of a line with anybody. And they'll come up, I've seen him, and Duggan's looking at him, and they're giving him trouble. He looks at him, he says, stand up when you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's actually the Mickey Rourke story. I met Mickey Rourke at WrestleMania, you know, and we were. I didn't know who he was. I had my glasses off. I was a little inebriated. I'm walking down the hallway of the hotel. And these three guys are walking towards me. Two move to the right. I move to the right. The one guy bows up as we're going by, and we brush shoulders. So just in passing, I'm like, you got enough room there, buddy? And he turns around and goes, what you say to me? So I turn oh. around. I'm trying to focus in who it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Just keep going. Keep going. And, and I'm like, uh, you know, I said, you got enough room. He says, nobody talks to me that way. <laughs> so I'm looking at Mickey Rourke. He's about this big. You know, he's about 4'4". Four, four, you know, I'm like, well, stand up when you're talking to me. Now he's like, Holy cow. Holy cow. Well, knowing had, Mickey, that would really <laughs> right, yeah. that work. Oh, he was all funny, you know. <laughs> uh, okay. but like, I took bigger dumps than you, bro. <laughs> 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 one time, one time, famous story was uh, Hacksaw. You know, Hacksaw's a pretty big boy. He's yeah, NFL yeah, ball player. It's hard to tell in his pants. Ah, jeez. You see when I get excited. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Hacksaw is a big boy, and, uh... <laughs> uh talk to my wife, huh? <laughs> so, uh, Hacksaw is a big boy, and, uh... <laughs> and he was an NFL ball player, and, wow. um, you know, he's got a good nature, you know, when he's sleeping, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> We're in Japan, right? Everybody got that, even the guy <laughs> Here? <laughs> okay, so Hacksaw's walking down the street in Japan, uh, and the Japanese people are really strange about uh, Americans and big guys, and so 
there was we were in the dressing room. Hacksaw comes into the dressing room. He says, <gasps> he says why? And he's holding his side. He says, I wasn't walking down the street. <laughs> and he says, there was these karate guys, and they wanted to fight. And this one karate guy punched me right in the liver. He said, why, I had to shear wheat. <laughs> okay, Big Jim, how you doing now? Just sit down, Big Why well, you can see his, his arm going like a sickle through the sheep. Excuse me, through the, through the sheep in your case, too. Through the wheat, rather. <laughs> And it was like, whoosh, why well, I had the sheer wheat and all these little Japs. Uh, Talk about these. picking your targets. They're all about 4-4. Four, four, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I beat all you guys. <laughs> Put down that ice cream. Put down that ice cream. Holy cow. Talk about picking your targets. <laughs> yeah, but a win's a win, damn it. A win's a win. <laughs> but you were just uh, walking down the street and guys wanted well, to do a karate. Actually, the guy almost kamikaze me right after walking down the street. And I had a, I just came from McDonald's, you know, I'm like, a McDonald's in Japan. <laughs> Thanks, God. you got to try the McSquid sandwich. It's delicious. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a big thing of fries, and the kid kamikaze me. He was throwing fries at him, you know, trying to keep him off. <laughs> if, if I had a large fry, I would have kept him off me the whole time. <laughs> I ran out of fries, and he fucked, I mean, he really chopped me. There <laughs> you go. And knocked my glasses off. Oh. <laughs> and so, you know, I hit the kid. It was like his head's here. Now his feet are there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it was like, uh, you know, Godzilla. <laughs> All the taxi cab drivers, you know, everybody's like, ah, I you're all mad at me. You know, every, everybody in the place is like, turn my shirt off. I'm like, ah, you know, Hiroshima. <laughs> oh, I, I got kicked out of Japan for life. Whoa. In 1980. Yeah. I, I, I still, they won't let me back yet. Wow. How'd that happen? I can understand. I didn't think you were going to ask me that. <laughs> open the vault. Okay. Open the vault. Oh, shoosh. Uh, it was back when the first time I went to Japan was uh, Baba for Giant Baba. I don't know if you guys. He was like big guy, uh, legendary big wrestler. Guy. Thank you. Henceforth, the name Giant. Giant. Thank you. <laughs> Keen ability to observe the obvious. There, Big Jim. <laughs> His name wasn't Big Baba. It was Giant Baba. So, <laughs> and he ate lots of garlic right out of the jar. And. Uh, they had me over there, and there was another guy in the company. This was called All Japan Wrestling, called uh, Antonio Inoki. Right. And, um, geez, they put me there, and I was like 19 years old. So, no, no, I must have been way before 80, because I was like 19. It was from the Olympic Auditorium here in L.A. That's uh, Mike LaBelle that sent me. And they tried, Jimmy, they tried to put me with the young boys in Japan. And try, <laughs> okay. And train me with the young... Now, the young boys in Japan, they do all the laundry. Wash everybody. The wash everybody. They do all, like, the sumo kind of thing. They okay. make the... And you get up in the morning, and you do a thousand squats, a thousand push-ups, a thousand sit-ups. And they got the guy with the kendo stick. When he hits you, it pinches you. You know, you hit me with that uh, stick one more time. I'm shoving a rip your fucking ass. Excuse me. You uh, for You <laughs> <laughs> so, but what they did is they took my passport away. 
and they wouldn't give me. They take your passport. So okay, so the three. Yeah, Yeah. henceforth, just skip me with that. Here's the three rules a professional wrestler goes under. Um, First, round trip ticket (laughs) before I leave. Cash before I get in the ring, and you put it inside your boot. Hopefully, you have to put it inside both. There's enough. And I will not surrender my passport. Those are the three golden rules of wrestling for what I'm about to tell you. So I'm saying, you know, hey, this guy keeps hitting me with this kendo stick. I keep getting up, and I'm fighting him, and I keep losing. (laughs) I'm getting the dog kicked out of me by, you know, some qualified rod kickers. Yeah. Rod pod kickers, baby. And... I couldn't get out, and I and okay. There's no for morning. They got sardines for. Oh, you gotta laugh, you asshole! You got sardines for the morning, all right? And they, I don't speak a word. There's no TV. You take your shoes off and sleep on the floor. They're rice doing pillows. the rice pillows. I'm saying it sounds I'm, like jail. It's worse. Well, no, they're both. Not that I would know. <laughs> <laughs> the Hollywood jail's not bad, but the one at the Kipsy Sock. Good breakfast. <laughs> Good breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, in Japan, you can buy beer just from, like, a soda pop machine. Just put in the yen, and the beer comes right, out, yeah. and I just got. I was so miserable. And I took a fire extinguisher. Ivan Kolop was there. And I was in the Kiel Plaza on about the 20th floor, and I grabbed the fire extinguisher, and man, I let it go under his door, and I had no idea. When you pull those things, they are they will probably put out a fire. <laughs> because Ivan Kolov was so drunk, he was out of it. The next morning, it was just white. White as the driven snow, everything, okay? But that was just the beginning of my night. And after I did that, I went down and I drank more and I'm trying to, and I see a taxi cab and it's running and the taxi cab guy ain't in it. I think that's great. I can think I can make it back to America. <laughs> I jumped in the car and I hit it as hard as I could hit it and the wheels weren't quite turned the way I thought they were turned and brother... I ran right into a barbecue, a Korean barbecue restaurant. I don't mean into it. It's all rice paper. I mean right in tables. Are, the car is inside. The, so if you ever go to Japan, <laughs> I can get you to a ride to my Korean barbecue restaurant. Oh, and please right. stop. Sh- and uh, but you they can kick go to Japan. Out. Piper can't go to Japan. <laughs> <You can't>. oh, <laughs> wow. Thank you for the reminder of that, Big Jim. But I'll tell you a story about England. Uh, I'm out at the Stringfellows, which back in the day was the hottest club in Studio 54 in, in London. Yeah, so I'm down there. I'm part Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing the John Travolta V. You got to see Jim Duggan doing the John Travolta Pulp Fiction V while he's dancing. Yeah. So I come in like 3 a.m. I'm coming to the hotel. I'm like, I partied good, brother. I partied hard. I passed Piper on the way out. I'm like, huh? <laughs> there goes the varsity. <laughs> Holy cow. Three in the morning, he was going. I just, I was just ah, restless. Ah, geez, you know, one time over there in Belfast, oh my, you know, they were drinking a lot, and we had like the IRA. Yeah, listen, 1991, 
the first European UK Rampage tour was the name. And uh, the Nasty Boys were there. Hawk, the World Warriors, Hawk and Animal, Ric Flair, wow. Andre the Giant, Kerry Von Erich. That's a lot of talent. Oh, okay. That's amazing. Davy Boy. They're all dead. They're I'm all the only dead. one here to tell the story. <laughs> uh, Davy Boy Smith. When Davy Boy Smith was in Belfast, I'll stay with Belfast. <laughs> Davy Boy, the way he came out is he had this huge, beautiful cape of the Union Jack. <laughs> and he's ready to go out in a sold-out arena in Belfast. And this is old school. Uh, as we all got behind the curtains, all of us, when... And going back and making this all sense, if there was going to be a, a, uh, a wrestling match that might get a lot of attention from the fans, they would make us stay because we were the ones that ran out to fight. We were on wow. security. We were on security. security. So like the guys in the first, second, third match, they were there. And if it was time, you know, you fought every night. So um, we're in Belfast, and uh, <laughs> this tour is pretty, pretty rank. And I got to take a pee. And I just see an alley, and I'm in Belfast, and there's a couple of windows kind of open, but the guys are to the right of me, and so I pee, and it's the Belfast Police Department's lunchroom, oh, no. lunchroom, and they come storming out of the thing, and there's, but the guys with the ARI and stuff, and they saved me. They would have taken a... Funny, uh, they recognize you right off the bat. That's Piper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud of it. I just thought it was an alley. But, I mean, you know, between alley and Belfast Police Department lunchroom, you could have given me something in the middle there. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, the ADD's kicking in. Where were we? I think we're talking about smelly wrestlers. Ah, oh, back to the honky-tonk man. <laughs> That's what it all started with. That's Somebody that was trying to buy your name. Buy my name. That's right. And, like, I don't think that they would believe he was Roddy Roddy Piper when he came out. I no, don't really bad. think they believe he's a honky-tonk man. <laughs> you know, I got to like, let's get this straight. All right. You got a guy that dresses like Elvis, exactly, carries a guitar, can't sing... Can't play the guitar. Sounds just like Elvis. And, and, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Elvis was a wrestling fan, too. He would have loved it. Even the tech guy got pissed off at me. Elvis. Elvis was a huge wrestling fan. And he used to go in the box office in Memphis and watch... The, and, the real Elvis. The real Elvis. And he also dated Johnny Waver's wife before Penny Banner. He used to date a professional la a lady. Too, though. Professional... Oh, <laughs> baby, Jesus. Holy cow. Okay, no, it's, it's okay, you know. Uh, <laughs> this will be my last rod pod also. And, <laughs> you know, so if there's any job applications on Universal City, walk. You know, I do good gorilla. Um, anyway, I got a Twitter question, but so because you're the one who brought up varsity, no, that's you, Jim Duggan. <laughs> oh, now there's a, hold on, before we go. There's another thing that needs to be known about Duggan. As wonderful and strong and big as he is, if Lindsay takes his glasses off, he can't see shit. <laughs> so, baby Jesus, in the ring, you better defend yourself because he can't tell distance at all. <laughs> that's why everybody's scattered when I come in with a two by four. <laughs> we are fearing for our lives. <laughs> so, I, I got a question. Oh, God. This about is pretty steak when I get excited. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you just said before. All right, Twitter question on uh, 
Uh, I got a Twitter account. It's so lame, right? I mean, no, I think it's Twitter. cool. I, I love them. Um, mine is like R underscore Roddy underscore Piper, P-I-P-E-R. And like I just ask them to ask questions. And mm-hmm. They're really cool people. I don't have any any assholes. I actually track them down and kick the shit out of them personally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't know. I'll try this one. I'm a little scared. Um, would you hold my hand on this one, Steve? I'm afraid that you're putting in a sugar hole. He said they could do it with one hand. Steve looks at me and says, Hey, Rod, the parade was yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, from uh, John, I'll spell the last name, uh, V-A-T-T-E-R, Vader. Uh, Twitter question uh, to Jim Duggan. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I'm so scared. (laughs) Yes. Yes, all right, here we go. Does Duggan see the humor? <laughs> I see humor in everything. Piper's my friend. <laughs> oh, oh. That was another shot. Oh, oh well, on this, last, on this last rod pod, uh, we're going to go for the gusto. <laughs> okay, let me try it again. <laughs> Does Duggan see the humor Oof. of him being busted doing drugs with a rival? Now, no. listen, allegedly. No. 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 Actually, uh, I see no that, humor in that at all. <laughs> but I, I was just saying, thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't have to talk about it. It's a free forum. It's a Twitter. John, John Vader, our V-A-T-T-E-R. I know where you live, John. We definitely look him up. Move. Move, John. Move now. We don't have to talk about that, you know. No, we we no, could talk actually, about the whores you were with in Vegas. Yeah. Leave your wife alone. I would never say that. No, yes, you would. No. Just on the mic. Deborah? <laughs> oh, okay, no, shoot. Hey, what, but you're going to have to catch them. If you don't want to tell it, brother, I understand. Okay. We're from the frat house. Here it is. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. moving on. <laughs> that was a dumbass question, John. It, it, it was kind of like, like the bus that will live in infamy, you know? <laughs> Chris Benoit butchers his whole family. Nobody talks about it, you know? <laughs> I got a misdemeanor <laughs> arrest, and everybody's like, holy shit. Holy cow. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, tell us the story from the beginning. Okay. Okey-dokey. It all started in a small little town in upstate New York. No, no. Not where you were. No, not the whole beginning, John. Uh, no. Well, you know, everybody assumes the Sheik and I were friends, but we weren't really friends. I just met him at the airport, and he's like, oh, Doug, and I have no credit card. Maybe you give me a ride. I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, what the hell? So, you know, it's the Iron Sheik, you know. And, of course, we just got done with WrestleMania three, ninety three thousand people. I hit him with a two-by-four. USA yeah. had the whole place rocking. So I was like, oh, so you, you were wrestling him at the time? Yes. Oh, you just, but you just met. 
Well, I, I just just came into the WWE. Gotcha. So gotcha. I, I never really knew the Sheik, but of course he was the Sheik, and I'm Jim Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'll give you a ride. He's like, maybe we get some St. Pauli girl. And I don't drink beer, and I guarantee I never drank another St. Pauli girl beer in my <laughs> life. <laughs> I usually drink vodka, right? So we had a little doobage, and I smoked my doobage, and she got a little doobie. And we, I'm, I'm driving down the Garden State Parkway, and I got the beer going, and the Trooper saw me with a beer. They pulled me over. I lived in Louisiana. They got drive-through daiquiri huts. What's the problem, right? I'm like, yes, sir. Could you hold this? Could you hold this for a second while I get my license? What's the problem? So he gets me out of the car, and as soon as he came up the window, he's like, "What was he like?" Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, I miss the old days. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I tell you, the drugs, the booze, the broads. God, I miss the old days. <laughs> so they pulled me out of the car, and he's like, uh, you're drinking and driving. I said, yes, sir. Yeah. Like, oh, How was Louisiana. I doing? <laughs> and so he's like, you got any marijuana? I'm like, yes, sir. There's a small amount of marijuana under my seat. And figure like he'll take it. He's like up against the car. <laughs> like, Holy shit! I'm a wrestler. Hold. <laughs> he says, "Don't move." Holy cow! And of course, then he pulled the sheik out, and the sheik had three grams of cocaine. You know, and didn't tell me about it. <laughs> ah, bastard! <The> bastard! <laughs> oh, USA! USA! USA. Yeah, that was shot, Steve. No, it wasn't. Oh. I'm saying pro USA. <laughs> So, so anyway, they pull us out of the car, <laughs> oh, and now there's like 20 cop cars, you know, and I'm up against the police car with my hands and feet back and spread them, and everybody's going by and go like, hey, there's Hacksaw Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I had a misdemeanor arrest as she had the uh, felony conviction, but... Yeah, but just a second. Whoa, 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 the next day, there was a special treat for you. <laughs> you know my wife? <laughs> <laughs> but weren't you going to be in a parade the next oh, day? Yeah, uh, up in Glens Falls, they had to... Get this. Gym. It was, I mean, it was a war. I mean, you couldn't script uh, it any worse, you know? And my dad, God bless him, he was chief of police okay. up in Glens Falls. Yeah. It was a horrible bust. Uh, uh, and know. there was a parade Thanks in your honor. Uh, there was a parade in Jim's <laughs> honor. So you can put the boots to me. <laughs> But there was a parade in his honor, and his dad was a police chief the night before, and the sheik just didn't eat, you know. He didn't take, the sheik should have took the heat. It sounds to me, like, I I was a kid, I grew up watching you guys, and your lives during that era sound to me way harder than anybody could have imagined. Like, it sounds to me like you were just trying to do somebody a favor, somebody that you worked yeah, with. Yeah, but, you know, I was over 21. I should have known better. I, you know, no, but I, you know what? Uh, Steve's got a point, because we do that to ourselves. Yeah. We beat the shit out of ourselves all the time. Yeah, I certainly do. Last night, I really beat the hell out of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find another Twitter question really quick here. Ask Jim, besides the Iron Sheik, who did he... Never mind. Like, uh, uh, like, Dougie, you got a hell of a grip. I'm like, I should. I work on it every night. <laughs> 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 Holy cow. Um, okay, here's from Ryan uh, Carlson. 
from Ryan Carlson, who's uh, at M-A-J-I-N-N-A-T-A-Q-U. I'm really good at this, aren't I? <laughs> All right, Ryan wants to know, was there anybody that you wrestled that you just hated that was a real asshole to you? Besides myself. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I ever wrestled you. <laughs> no, you know what? That's something. We never have wrestled. We've never been in a ring together. Never. No. Nope, not battle royal or nothing, you know? Nothing. Yeah, which is a guy and then there's number nine. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Is there anybody, anybody uh, just... Usually on the independent circuit, as you know, that's the last thing the kid you want to wrestle that has no clue. He's 6'5", 300 pounds, and 22 years old. He's like, Mr. <laughs> Duggan, are we on TV tonight? But I had uh, trouble with Matt Bourne. You know, Matt Bourne actually tried to uh, give me a cheap shot and beat me up in the ring. But 1973, New York State wrestling champ. All right. <laughs> so, man, it'll come back. But, of course, Andre, you know, back in the day, we had a million of Andre stories. And, sure. you know, Andre was so big, he wasn't the most hygienic guy in the world. You know, he couldn't yeah. fit into a shower. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's a lonely guy, actually. And he couldn't really wash his gear too much. But he always wore that singlet with the one strap yep. over his shoulder. <laughs> So every night I wrestle him, he's like, Duggan, step closer. <laughs> I take a couple of baby steps. He's like, closer. <laughs> and he'd grab me by the hair, and he'd wrap that strap around my throat and choke uh, me. So one night we're out here on the West Coast, and Andre's a little inebriated. <laughs> he's like, closer. <laughs> like, oh, shit. You know, contact the inebriation. <laughs> so when he grabbed me by the hair, he went to wrap the, uh, the strap around my throat, but he missed and went across my mouth. Uh. He's got across my mouth like this, and now he starts choking me with it, and he's squeezing all that giant juice. <laughs> <out of> it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down the throat, and I fart as hard as I you know, was three hundred ten pounds out of gas. <laughs> I'm fighting as hard as I've ever fought in my life, and Andre's going, <laughs> Wow. So Some of the things. Andre was a rough day at the office. You know, uh, that was the, yeah. always a joke. I'd get on the airplane, I'd be sitting there, and I'd sit, sit next to a business guy, and he'd like, I had a real rough day at the office. I'm like, brother, <laughs> let me tell you. I just got done with a giant, and he still had villagers in his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and he still had villagers. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, that's great stuff. Man, uh, Rod Pods. Uh, you know, I could stay here all day long. Yeah, I'm having so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, well, Steve. Thanks for letting me hang out, guys. This yeah, is the greatest. But, like, you know, if you folks... What's this guy waving at? Uh, in five minutes, they say we got to leave, you know. Let's get him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so we got five minutes left. Um, you know, I'm looking at Twitter questions, but I'm going five minutes left. This is so cool. I'd like to do this. Um, Hacksaw, you know, people don't understand us outside the business. No, they don't. They really don't. We're talking about this downstairs. That they, you know, these stories, like Hacksaw told that story about uh, the Sheik and stuff, but like he actually lived it. Yeah. And when you tell the story and we all laugh at it, like, and you kind of blow it off, but like, if you were there and your dad, who's his dad was an unbelievably great man, and he's a policeman, and Jim has got the parade in Glens Falls, yeah. the amount of love that his dad gave him and stuff, and uh, um, Jim, when I uh, 
You know, I get five, get fired regularly, as you know, uh, from the WWEFG, well, whatever they call it. getting pipered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fired. You're pipered. You're pipered. Get out of here. Uh, but um, when I, uh, I was wandering and I, uh, a little bit, I was aimless. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I got to the comedy store on Sunset Boulevard, and I made friends with Steve. And they brought me in with open arms. And they're, they're kind of like us in a way. They have difficult times, and Steve has earned his way to be the great performer that he is. And he would come on stage with me, and I always open up and get him warmed up. Because I'm not a stand-up comedian. I mean, it's really hard. And he's, Steve hard. is ah, hard. And Steve is great, because I've watched him bring audiences around from nothing to 100% just to give me to give me a shot up there. And they allowed me in the comedy store, and as we were saying uh, the other night with you, Jim, and your family, and Steve, you know, taking us to the ghost tour, if you ever get a chance to see Steve Simone, uh, you, will, you will be sorry if you missed it. He's not only one of the nicest men I know, but Steve, he's my no. friend. No, <laughs> no, yes, of course I was talking about Steve. Oh, <laughs> you know, um, uh, and he's my friend. Oh, it's and, an honor. Let's and I love you so much for coming down. What's uh, Steve? I want to know what your Twitter is. What's your Twitter? It's uh, they can. My website's awesomesteve.com, so it's I easy for them it. to remember. Awesomesteve.com. They can sign up for the Twitter right there. Awesome Steve, that's yeah. perfect. And then yours is Jackass. What, Jim? No, Jim. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, Jim's got a book coming out. Awesome. Right. You know, what, which is very. I saw know, the Jim Duggan story. Well, now there's a clever title. <laughs> That's awesome. How long did it take I, you to I've come got up with that? Too, Piper. <laughs> <laughs> When's the book come out? When, when does the book it? come out? It came out in April, brother. Yes, it's just going to Amazon out. right now. Yeah. There you go. Go to Amazon. Uh, yep. Jim Hacksaw, Jim Duggan story, the book. The man. That's yeah. um, a positive look at wrestling. You know, everybody sees good. that movie, The Wrestler or Mickey Rourke. That piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Stand me. up when you're talking to me. <laughs> there you go, but it's a more positive look at wrestling. Good. Yeah. yeah. And um, the folks here at City Walk uh, uh, Universal, uh, where we're doing this from, they're just really sweet. So I'm I'm going to wrap it up on this. There's something, something that I missed. My Twitter account. Uh, What's your first name again? This is our first name. Gint. Gint. Like he's called late. Okay. <laughs> Known as late from now on. Gimp. Who did you piss off? Gimp. <laughs> what kind of a fucking name is that? I like it. I like Gimp. Spell G Y M. And our professional Gimp uh, is here, and I had a blast. And put on some bagpipes because I hope you had a blast and uh, an Irish poem for you. Um, for those who love us, may God bless them. And for those who don't, may God turn their hearts. And if you can't turn their hearts, may he turn their ankles so we recognize them by their limp. <laughs> Bye-bye, Rod Pod. <laughs>